Welcome to KOAM Presents, a podcast produced by KOAM News Now and the four states' most watched news team. Rough Country is at Carnes Pro Tire. Compliment your truck or Jeep with a new Rough Country lift kit or protect your truck with a retractable or tri-fold bed cover. Only at Carnes Pro Tire and Auto Center, just south of Baxter Springs. Did you know that Jockstitch Sporting Goods can provide your team with fully custom uniforms? With over 35 years of experience, the experts at Jockstitch can set your team up with the best-looking uniforms and apparel at the most competitive price possible. Specializing in discounts for your school, booster club, coaching staff, club teams, or business, you won't find a better solution. See how Jockstitch can help your team at the corner of 6th and Broadway in downtown Pittsburgh or online at jockstitch.com. Sporting goods from Jockstitch. All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome into week two of the Pigskin Podcast. On today's episode, we got some great guests, man. Carthage running back Luke Gall, Carthage wide receiver Hudson Moore, two of the best offensive players uh, that we have in the area. Also, Pittsburgh State wide receiver Bryce Murphy, former Neosho High School standout. He had a huge week in week one against Central Missouri. And, of course, the Gorillas have another huge one coming up on Thursday night on the road against the 11th-ranked team in the country in Nebraska Kearney. That is a huge game, man. This lineup we got is like a, I don't know, Mall Deli doesn't sponsor that, I don't think, but this is like a Mall Deli sub sandwich, man. It's, it's stuffed. It's it's fat. It's just a, it's a huge meat sandwich. It's it's a lot. It's but it's it's football season. That's what we're supposed to do. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors: Jocksnitch, Carnes Pro Tire, Neosho Memorial Regional Medical Center, and of course McGavern Financial Group. Without those people, without the sponsors, we wouldn't be doing this thing, and and we love to do it. We hope you love what we're doing too all right lance before we get this thing started turn the knob up a little bit give give me some of that music all right this is week two in kansas week three in missouri and oklahoma first off gonna talk a little bit about what stood out to us last week the game i was at was in southeast kansas week one matchup between gerard and columbus man the defenses were so good in that game it ended up 20 to 15 going in Gerard's favor. Uh, but man, Columbus fought, uh, you know, till the end. Defense was great. Cade Saparito had an inter- interception for Columbus. Anthony Pike, interception for Gerard. Jaden Norris, a fumble recovery for Gerard. Now, I know the offenses will get going uh, for these two teams, um, you know, 20 to 15 score. There's too many good players on both of these teams uh, not to. Um, Columbus going to be at home again this week facing Afton, Oklahoma, which is a just a weird game for them. I, I'm not gonna lie. When when Coach Burns sent me his pigskin preview coaches form, I texted him and I said, "What is this Afton game doing on your on your week two schedule?" So that's not a game that that I expected to see when I was doing this. I thought it was a typo or something. It's not a typo. They're gonna be at home. Columbus will be against Afton, Oklahoma. Gerard gets one at home. Their home opener against Colgan this week. Now speaking of Colgan, they got a big win last week, 14-12 on the road against the Frontenac Raiders, the defending Class 3A state runner-up. Now, we talked about this a little bit last week, how hard it was to, to predict how Frontenac was going to look losing 18 seniors. And not only were those 18 seniors, they were really good, really, really good football players. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm Frontenac, if I'm the Frontenac fans, I'm not, I'm not panicking. This is, a, this is a team and a program that I kind of view in the same sense as Web City, and, and by that I mean – you know, this is a team that always, even when they're good, looks a lot different toward the end of the season than they do at the beginning. I think that's kind of the, uh, what makes them such a good coaching staff and what makes them such a good program is they always find a way to grow from from week one to the end of the season. I have no doubt that they will, uh, you know, they'll be a lot better when we get talking um, October, November football. Uh, but Colgan, that's a that's a big win for Colgan. Uh, you know, it's good for good for those guys. They have a lot of guys coming back. Um, 
and they needed to grab a little momentum before they they go on the road and face a Girard team that you know like them has a uh, you know has a, has a lot of good players. Uh, Baxter Springs at Southeast last week. This was one that I had my eye on. Um, you know, basically all summer. Uh, it's for for Baxter Springs. This one, they won the game, and it snapped a 25 game losing streak. It's their first win since 2018. Now, I'll tell you this. I'm really happy for these guys, man. I went to practice and, and did their season preview and, uh, you know, talked to Coach Bird, talked to a couple of the players. And, you know, going out and just watching practice, you know, I, I don't want to say everybody looks good at practice, but pretty much everybody looks good, you know, when they're running around in, in shorts and helmets and stuff. But you could tell, man, the attitude was different in Baxter Springs. They, they had athletes out there that, that are fast and talented. Um, and, and you could kind of tell that that, that losing streak wasn't, wasn't going to live through this year and, and they didn't have to wait very long to uh, – to see that losing streak end, uh, so good for them. Uh, I, I mentioned this on our press box show last Friday. I had a had a Baxter Springs parent message me this off season, and he said, "I have a refrigerator in my garage, and it's full of multiple cases of beer, and me and some of the other football dads have been waiting." to bust those open for for when this losing streak gets snapped and when we get over that hump and then uh, I got com- I got confirmation on Friday night in, in a in a message this beer tastes so good and I knew it would I'm so happy for I'm so happy for the parents I'm so happy for the kids in Baxter Springs uh, the monkeys off their back um you know now they go try to make it a 2-0 start uh, against Uniontown on Friday now on the Missouri side um, you know, Lamar kind of did what, they, what they're supposed to do. 28 nothing over Logan Rogersville. They beat their first two opponents 76 to nothing. They're going to host Monette on Friday. And if you think 76 to nothing in your first two games is impressive, how about the Seneca Indians? They beat Springfield Catholic 65 to zero last week. You know, sometimes uh, we try to send most of our most of our uh, videographers out to two games on Friday nights, and you know, so you try to get out of the first game pretty quickly and get to the second one to shoot video. By the time we got to that Seneca game. Pretty sure the twos were in. That doesn't happen very often because we try to get to the second game quickly. But uh, uh, Seneca takes care of Springfield Catholic, sixty-five nothing last week. And listen to this: Seneca's outscored their first two opponents, one hundred and nine to eight. Now they're at Cassville this week, and then we get Lamar and Seneca in week four. Looking forward to what happens in that one. Uh, Joplin, they took care, took care of business on the road against Willard, fifty-two thirteen. Man, this offense continues to roll. Sophomore Davin Thomas. We talked about him right here on this podcast last week. And if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, first off, why? What are you doing? We talked about Thomas last week and, and how he had a big opener. He was big again. In his first two games, he's got 196 yards and four scores. Joplin has found another weapon. Bad news for the COC. Senior Terrence Gibson, also out there, wide receiver, 129 yards, two touchdowns in the first two games. And Hobbs Gooch, quarterback in there starting for his first full season for Joplin 489 yards eight touchdowns does have those three interceptions in that first two games but you know when you're slinging it around that's going to happen I I don't like quarterbacks who are too cautious especially when you got wide receivers out there like like Terrence and and Davin give them a chance to make a play Carthage beat Branson 49 uh, to a nothing last week Luke Gall gee Talking about this dude, I feel like I've been talking about this dude for a decade, Luke Gall for Carthage, but it only feels that way because we say his name on TV like, I don't know, four times a week, five times a week, more than that. He had five touchdowns against Branson. He's got 11 touchdowns in two games, and and I, I don't even 
I don't even think he's played in the second half on either one of those games. Then the Tigers are 2-0. They got a huge matchup against Nixa on Friday. Well, speaking of Luke Gall, he's right here, along with Hudson Moore, Carthage wide receiver, two of the best offensive players we have in the area. Um, Luke, 11 touchdowns in two games. I don't even know. Have you played the second half of, of either one of the games? What, what's working so so well for you so far this season? Um, we have a we just have really good blocking on the perimeter, um, and the and the big guys up front are doing really well. Uh, I haven't really got that many carries. Um, usually, I think the reason I have so many touchdowns just because uh, we're like three or four yards out, and they just give me the ball, and I just you know just from short yarded stuff. Uh, most of my touchdown has been. So, so uh, yeah, I would just say just blocking and and just running hard like it always has been. So, so every week we have a, a spreadsheet of all of our games that, that we're going to or, you know, all of the games in the area really between 40, 50, sometimes 60 games. And, and when I saw Nick Carthage on the thing, uh, you know, I knew immediately where I was going, Hudson. Uh, obviously a huge one this Friday against Nixa, man. What do you know so, about this Nixa team? And, uh, you know, what challenges do they pre- present on the defensive side? Uh, their defense is good. Like, they're a good team over there. But uh, last year I got to play them twice, actually, for Joplin and Carthage. So, I mean, I feel like that kind of gave me the go-ahead against, like when I came back to Carthage and played them. And so, like, the stuff that worked against Joplin, I just knew, like, that it's going to work for Nixon too. So, I mean, their defense is good, though. We'll have to definitely be up on our P's and Q's, but I think we will hold through. Luke, there's a running back over there on the other side, uh, you know, for Nixon. That's, that's pretty good himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you line up a linebacker, too. Um, you know, when you watch film of, of him, what stands out about him? And, you know, kind of how do you attack him as a defensive player? Uh, I think just like any any good running back, you just have to pursue, you know, just have more than more than one guy attack him at a time. I respect Ramon. He's super elusive, super quick. Uh, he didn't get to play a lot last year, which is unfortunate for him. You know, you don't want – and you don't want to wish an injury upon anybody – um, but he came back this year, and he's better than ever, so we just have to be on our toes like always. I've been doing this job here at KOM for like seven or eight years covering sports here, and, and every time I've been over to Carthage, every year I've covered Carthage, they you know have a good offense, good offensive players, good wide receivers, good running backs, good quarterback that can that can run and throw. Hudson, what's it like to play in, in Coach Guidi's offense, and, and, and what do you like about it? I like I like the uh, many options, like the many, many threats we got as offense, and I think you throw it in the air, I'll go get it. You put, you want to run it, this guy will go crazy. So, I mean, I feel like our quarterback situation's always been good. I mean, I feel like we can be a big problem this year. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys view it this way, but, you know, like in the COC, there's obviously kind of East and West teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Is, yeah, is, that, sure. is that something that, that you guys take pride in, you know, like, you know, be, being the better side of oh, the yeah, COC? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. We don't, like, if, you, if you're on the – like the west side, you never want to get beat by, you know, a team on the east side. And I think that comes with all the teams over here, like CJ, Webb, Joplin. Like, they it's kind of – you never want to get beat by somebody in Springfield and, like, vice yeah. versa. So yeah. I always wondered if it was like is, – is it that way? Yeah, it's the same. I just think so, – well, some of those bigger Springfield schools come down to, like, this area and just think that it's been a walk all over. So, I mean, it's not, like, real, like, beef, but it's, like, it's tension. Yeah. Like, when we play. It's not, so, like – like yeah. Webb or Joplin, when they're since they're so close, you know, yeah. you don't talk to as many people on the But it's team always like, yeah, let's, let's go do our thing type of game. So, yeah. yeah. I kind of fall in that as well. I'm obviously not not a player for yeah. you guys, but, I, but I'm always like, you know, when you guys go over there, they come over here, I'm like, yeah, let's go. And they're like, I'm not supposed to be, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be doing this. But, you know, the schools we cover, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's better for our business yeah, you know, when, when you sure. guys win and, and when you guys are good. Uh, Luke, I don't remember. This was – 
I think this was your sophomore year. I don't remember that. Opener against Ozark. I think you ran for like 250 and mm-hmm. five scores, something like that. This was the first time I came over and visited with you. I don't remember. You were 15, 16. You are probably 15, 16 years old. I came over and I said, Coach, I want to talk to Luke. You know, that was, a, that was a huge game, sophomore kid. And I remember you walked over and I said, holy they don't. They didn't build 15, 16 year old guys like this. Uh, you know, have you always been like built like a vehicle? Like when did you start lifting uh, weights? And, and how, you know, how did you get so strong so early? I would say uh, COVID year, so we didn't have our uh, our fourth quarter in school. So I would just be at my house and like, and then we got quarantined some over the summer. So I'd just be at my house working out, lifting weights, trying to get bigger. Uh, and then the past year, I've just been working on more elusiveness and speed because I weigh, you know. 195, 200 pounds. So I think I'm big enough, strong enough. Uh, so I've been working on speed and agility a lot lately, working on some routes. Uh, I might get a, uh, I've had, I think, I think I scored, I scored one, I scored twice last, or against Republic uh, receiving, but one of them got called back. So uh, I think working this summer on some routes and stuff is paying off a little bit. You committed to, to Air Force. What led to that decision for you? And do you have like a family history of, of, of family members going no, to arms? I, no, I don't. So it's like, it's different when you, a lot of people don't know this, but it's like different than back in the day. So FBS football, a lot of kids always, it's it's really over for you when by the start of your season, senior season. Everybody's, the teams are pretty much all, already filled up and they're already moving the 2024 athletes. Uh, in FBS like but as you go down the line FCS a lot of kids really commit during the season and then division two a lot of kids commit after the season so it just depends what level you are um, and then you know obviously if you don't commit you could you could lose your spot because that's how they, they offer not everybody but most schools offer two or three and then you know hope that one one guy the guy that they want commits um, so that's just really what I did there I didn't think I was going to get uh and Air Force is a really good school, and they're power—or they're not Power Five, but you know they're FBS. They play in the Mountain West. Uh, they've played. They beat Louisville last year in a bowl game. Uh, they've been ranked. I think they were eleven and two last year. So it's re- it's a really good program, and I, I committed mostly for after school benefits. Uh, you know they'll put you through like pilot training, uh, and you and you can do all that for free. You have to stay in the military for a little bit longer if you're a pilot, uh, but normally it's like five years. So that's just what I want to be doing. Plus, then the after immediately after you graduate, no matter what you do, you become an officer. So you're you're immediately making like 110 grand, you know. So they have GAs there, like graduate assistants, who just help out with the football team. But they went to the academy and they graduated, so they're just doing that for a year. And all they're doing is a GA, and they're making 110 grand, you know. So it's just crazy grand, benefits. Man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Don't forget who said your name on TV, you know, 500 times when, you, when you're making that. <laughs> no. uh, Hudson, where are you at in, in your college, uh, you know, process? Uh, yeah, I actually just uh, – Pitt State's first game, they just had me over there on a game day visit type of thing, uh, just talking to their admissions people, talking to their uh, – just like their whole facility, like their whole staff as a group, not like for game day and not even game day, just like normal environment around there. Uh, I really, I really like that school. But, I mean, I'm not locked down to nowhere yet, but, I mean, we'll, we'll just have to see. What are you looking for in a school? Like, what, what, do, you, what, do, you, what do you want? Yeah, uh, well, a team that throws the ball. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course nah, you do. Nah, yeah. But, no, nah, just a, a good school that has a, a good campus, good environment, just where I feel like where I feel like I can be away from home but also feel at home t- kind of thing. So just a comfortable place for me would be best. Speaking of environment, um, I know Friday night, 
it, the town's the town's going to come out, and uh, you know, I'm excited to be there. And I know you guys are excited to to play. Um, you know, Hudson, how, how how much do you look forward to playing in front of what I know is going to be you know a rowdy packed crowd? Oh yeah, it'll be packed for sure. Uh, it's always exciting. Uh, I always tell our young guys like not to get lost in it because like it like just as much as like you could be out there on the field, you can you too many distractions. You can start getting getting your head like foggy, but. For me, like when I come out there, I always see look up and check both sides out and see like, oh yeah, it's it's time to go type of thing. And now uh, we just lock in before games, and I I think the crowd helps a lot. Like they get loud, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, they'll definitely help out on defense. For yeah, sure. for sure. The crowds, it, you know, especially in the COC, you know, uh, especially the schools we go to around here are always are always big and always loud. Luke, do you like? You know, some some players that I talk to like to go on the road and and are kind of fueled more by I guess the hatred from the crowd than they are, you know, the love from the crowd at home games. Is that something that you know? Do you do you like that? I guess that silence when you bust off a 68 yard touchdown somewhere or something like that. You like shutting them up? Uh, well, like when I'm running, I can't hear anything, anyways. <laughs> but I like I like playing at home better just because it just it's you know in front of our fans, like it's giving back to them. They're coming out to watch me, so I want to perform for them and give them a show. So I like playing at home. More than I like playing away. Uh, when I play away, it's just it's business like it always is. Uh, same thing at home. I really don't think much about the crowd until after the game. I'll be like, wow, there's quite a few people there or something like that. So like I said, I've been doing this for like seven, eight years. Coach Guidi, you know, uh, has been one of the best coaches to me, um, you know, since I started this job, even when I was younger and had no idea what I was doing really. You know, I showed up and, and didn't know uh, a lot about what I was doing, um, you know, What's it like to play for? What's the best part of of playing for Coach Gaddy? Uh, well, he loves us all. You know, he says that every day after practice, every day he's like, "Love you guys." Or at weights, he's like, "Love you guys." And uh, so I think that helps a lot. Just knowing that he loves us, he cares about us. Uh, if you like, if you ever get in trouble, he wants us to call him. You know, he he he's like a good father figure, as as you could say. And he's a good role model too. He works super hard. He works weekends. He works like twelve-hour days on the weekends, just watching film, planning, planning stuff. He works on his. He has an off, like an off period. He's working then too. So I think he's a good role model, uh, in pretty much everything that he does. So. I, I know. I asked him if he wanted to do this, and he said, "No, I'm gonna be working till like 10. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "What are you doing working till 10? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's so, always in there. I, I want to ask you a couple of like nonsense questions, but before I let you go, is, is there is who? I know you're probably going to say you. Who's the best dancer on the team? Best me, dancer? Sure. Me, is it a unanimous? Sure. Is me, it you, Hudson? Sure. All the way me. I would probably say Hudson, yeah. For I'm, real? I'm up there. Top top three. But yeah, there's some. There's maybe some other yeah, guys. Mason Fryson. Mason Fryson in the corner. I'd throw him in there. Uh, I'd yeah. probably throw Jadison Davis, safety. I'd throw him in there. But but me, above probably Hudson, for sure. Yeah. Does anybody sing? Is anybody get, is anybody a good singer? Uh, you, you, oh, I, oh, you, gotta t- you can't laugh like that yeah. and not tell me. Uh, yeah. We have some dudes that make music, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, one of them right here. Yeah. Stop. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to hurt feelings here. And then we have uh, Aiden. He plays a corner. He plays like yeah, electric guitars. Really? What kind of music does he play? Yeah. Like, like rock, rock music. Like and stuff. That, he's pretty good I'm, at it. That's yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. It's actually impressive. Yeah. yeah. Either one of you sing? No, I don't no, sing. No. Sing. No. no. Just make yeah. make me. Who's the best singer on the team? Singer-wise, mm, probably like, like a Drew Mushy, maybe. I yeah. There's somebody that can sing that we yeah, don't no, know they no, can I sing. Say, <laughs> I say uh, Tank DeLeon. He's D-Line. I say he's probably one of the best singers. Are we guessing or is yeah. this no, knowledge? No, no, no. I'm, I'm being for real because he always be going to Quinceaneras and stuff. So uh-huh. I feel like yeah. he, and he always like, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel I like he gets on like, the mic sometimes maybe. 
has a little song or something. I don't know. I like that. All right, guys. Uh, good luck on Friday. I know. So I know. It. I'll be out there. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys do your thing. I always look forward to coming to Carthage, no matter no matter who you got in there. I uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. Yes, sir, for sure. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take a short break. Then after this, God. I love this dude. Bryce Murphy, wide receiver for Pittsburgh State. Huge game in the opener against Central Missouri. 112 yards, pair of scores. Of course, they have a big one coming up against Nebraska Kearney on Thursday night. We're going to hear from him on his performance last week and facing Nebraska Kearney after this. Neosha Memorial in Chinook welcomes another outstanding general surgeon to its surgery center. Dr. Law joins surgeons in the field of urology, orthopedics, women's health, and general surgery. Neosha Memorial in Chinook, offering the latest technology close to home. The advisors at McGavern Financial Group have been helping people invest today for a more enjoyable tomorrow since 1984. In Joplin, see Earl or Mike. In Pittsburgh, see Earl or Steve. McGavern Financial Group. Invest today. Enjoy tomorrow. All right, guys, we're sitting down now with Bryce Murphy, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Of course, the Gorillas went out and won their season opener last week against Central Missouri. This week... Got Nebraska Carney on the road. Bryce, first off, you know, you go for 112 yards and a couple scores. How good did it feel to, to go out there, hit on a few big plays, and to, you know, to post some big numbers in week one? Yeah, you know, it always feels good. Like I was telling the, the other guys that uh, it's always good to do it in front of a, a home crowd, but hopefully we can expand on that and, you know, a couple of us can do it, you know, continue into this next week against Carney. So. Uh, in the post-game press conference, you know, you talked about being out there and, you know, really feeling good for the first time in a few years. And, you know, it was, it was awesome to see you laughing in post-game and, and, and to know that you, that you felt good. Uh, you know, will you talk about that and how good it felt to, uh, you know, to feel that good and to go out there and perform that way for the first time in a few years? Yeah. Uh, you know, it didn't only feel good physically, but mentally as well. You know, when you're going through injury and you can't play with the guys that you, you know, practice all summer with and, and go through all that stuff with. Uh, so on the mental side of things, it just it just felt good to to kind of like get to be at peace with myself and be on the field and you know do the thing I love. And then physically, uh, you know, I told you guys that uh, my body hasn't felt like that in forever. I don't even know if I felt like that in high school. And so uh, just the fact that I get to get out there and run around, uh, play fast and uh, and physical is just an amazing experience for me. You're a captain for this team this year. Um, you know, what does it mean to you to be a captain? And is that something that you that you ever thought about or that you thought about when you first entered this program? Yeah, no. Uh, whenever I first got here, uh, there was already so many great guys, so much great leadership, uh, like the captains we had, like Brenner, Caden, like all those guys. Like just, just to put myself in their shoes at the time, you know, when I first got here, I, I didn't think I could feel anything like that, like. And then now to the fact that uh, the young guys voted me captain uh, is just an amazing experience because, uh, you know, I've got to learn a lot from the guys that came before me, and now I get to, to pass that down to them. What do you know about this Nebraska Kearney team that you guys got coming up this week? Uh, I know that they play really physical. Their offense run, runs the ball a lot. Uh, as far as their defense, they're big up front. Uh, their line is, is pretty big and physical. They're secondary. Uh, they play a lot of cover four for many. Uh, they like to go one high sometimes, man up a lot. So, you know, those are the kind of matchups we're looking for. Uh, so I hope to, to really get the one-on-one -on -one matchups again, just like we did last week. Uh, this is a game uh, in your home opener last year. You know, they came in here and beat you guys. Is this one that you've had circled, you know, knowing that, you know, uh, if it goes the other way last year, maybe your season looks a lot different? Yeah. Uh, you know, we try not to dwell too much on, like, uh, past losses, but uh, losing two years in a row to this team really means something to us. Uh, I didn't get to play against them last year, so, uh, you know, Gaskell said something about vengeance and, and coming with, you know, a hard hat on and stuff like that. 
and he's not wrong, but we respect everyone but fear no one. And, and it's kind of another game for us, another step to the, to the ultimate goal of the national championship. Yeah, there are a lot of really good local players, you know, guys on this team that, that played at local high schools. Is that something, uh, you know, players in the past have talked about taking a little extra pride in being out there, being in front of Guerrilla Nation, you know, as a local kid who, who you know, might have come to games. Um, is that, do you feel that same thing? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of people around here that uh, I've got the chance to meet, to know, uh, and just to be able to to do this for them is is a whole different feeling for me. Uh, I'm sure Zeke or anyone else who's who's local could tell you the same thing. But you know, getting to play for the little kids that you know grew up where you grew up, or you know the the old fifth sixth grade teachers that you know used to be really bad in front of you know saying oh that kid was so great back in the day you know so just just the simple fact to get to play for someone or something bigger than yourself is is a whole nother level of of achievement for you all right Bryce I appreciate you sitting down with us uh it was great to see you go out and have a big week one uh good luck this week against Carney thank you so much thank you now that Pittsburgh State Nebraska Carney game will be at 7 p.m on Thursday that is a really long trip, uh, you know, for for a team to make. I don't know what it is, six, seven hours. I mean, that's a that's a long time to sit on a bus. But uh, I really do love that guy, Bryce Murphy. I, I've said it here uh, many times, so I'm sure I'm going to say it plenty more times on this podcast and on air, wherever you wherever you watch us. I really do love when when local guys. You know, he's a Neosho High School product. Go on to local colleges and, and do cool stuff and, and become captains. And, 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 you know, my favorite part about this job is when I talk to some of these athletes, you know, like, like Luke Gall, like, like Bryce Murphy, when they're 15, 16 years old and, you know, they kind of can't handle the microphone, don't really know how to handle the camera, you know, uh, they you know, try to say what they feel like they should say on TV. Um, you know, from that to six, seven years later to, to being captains for a local college to kind of speaking for the program. Um, that's that's one of my favorite parts about doing this job for seven, eight years is, is to see these kids go from you know high school kids to, to leaders of college programs. Now, Missouri Southern also in action. They don't have a Thursday game. They're on Saturday on the road against Northeastern State. That one is at 6 p.m. Missouri Southern, of course, already played Nebraska Kearney, who Pittsburgh State's playing this week. Uh, Nebraska Kearney won that game 24 to seven, but Southern was only down 10 to seven at halftime. It was actually 10 to seven with under 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter um, until the Lopers got a pick six, and then you know kind of just went downhill from there. But I mean, I've said it before. I said it last week. You should have been listening. <laughs> I said, uh, you know, I, 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 I was, I didn't, I didn't pick them to win that game. You know, Nebraska Kearney is what they are, but. I thought they had a chance, and and I I've, I know it was twenty four seven, but I feel like you know they were right there. It was a three point game with under ten minutes to go. I've I've said it before. I'm gonna say it again. I really like this Missouri Southern team. I like the coaching staff. I like the stability they have. I like some of the players that they have. I love the local guys they have. They they do have talented players. Um, they're gonna beat somebody this season that they're not really supposed to, and I can't wait for that because it's gonna be it's gonna be a celebration uh, in Joplin. I have no doubt. By the end of the season, we're going to say, oh, oh, they beat them. They weren't supposed to do that. We're going to say that at least once. All right, that's almost it. Don't forget, uh, join us on Friday night on KOAM. Of course, it's week three of four state Friday night. That's uh, you know the second half of the 10 o'clock news. Uh, join us at 1020. We're going to have high school football highlights and scores from all across the area. And it's press box week two on Fox 14. And, of course, that's at 11 p.m. now. Uh you know, that gives you time to to go to your favorite team's games and get home. So there's no reason, no reason you shouldn't be watching Press Box at 11 o'clock on Fox 14. You know, we, we're out there sweating. 
we're out there running around uh, on the sidelines shooting all these games. Uh, it's it really is my favorite part of the season and my favorite day of the week. We go out, we shoot all these highlights uh, of all these games, and then come back at eleven o'clock and and show you everything we've gotten from from the night. It's really stressful. I mean, it is really stressful. We got a lot of a lot of different people at a lot of different games. Uh, a lot of new people, you, you know, who are who are shooting football games for the first time. But um, you know, I love it. Put a lot of work into it, and and it's always it's always my my favorite show. Eleven o'clock, press box on Fox fourteen every Friday night. Once again, I want to thank our sponsors: Jock's Niche, Carnes Pro Tire, Neosho Memorial Regional Medical Center, and McGavern Financial Group. Again, without those. Without those sponsors, we wouldn't be doing this thing. And I, I hope you enjoy what we're doing. I enjoy what we're doing. Um, this is the second time we've done this. We just started this last week. So uh, I love doing it. And uh, we're going to keep doing it at least for another, what, this is two and we got ten. We got ten of them. So um, you know, we'll, do it eight, we'll do it eight more times. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Uh, Lance, once again, please, sir. Lance is, Lance is our, our guy over here running knobs and running microphones. Uh, he's a, the producer of this thing. So uh, will you please do me a favor, Lance, turn that music up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're done. Rough Country is at Carnes Pro Tire. Compliment your truck or Jeep with a new Rough Country lift kit or protect your truck with a retractable or tri-fold bed cover. Only at Carnes Pro Tire and Auto Center, just south of Baxter Springs. Did you know that Jockstitch Sporting Goods can provide your team with fully custom uniforms? With over 35 years of experience, the experts at Jockstitch can set your team up with the best-looking uniforms and apparel at the most competitive price possible. Specializing in discounts for your school, booster club, coaching staff, club teams, or business, you won't find a better solution. See how Jockstitch can help your team at the corner of 6th and Broadway in downtown Pittsburgh or online at jockstitch.com. Sporting Goods from Jockstitch. Thank you for listening to KOM Presents. For the latest content in local news, weather, and sports, please go to komnewsnow.com.